Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. In this HR Chat, we're going to delve into design thinking transformation. On the face of it, product design and HR feel about as far apart as any two aspects of work can be. Yet, to the leaders of IntelliHR, an innovator in the HR space, there's a method that's emerged from product design that can inform and improve HR processes. That tool is called design thinking, and it's almost purpose-built to facilitate change in HR processes. My guest this time is Glenn Donaldson, Chief Customer Officer and President in HR Americas. And Glenn is responsible for leading the global expansion of IntelliHR into North America and the United Kingdom. Glenn is a specialist in HR tech with an expertise and passion for product strategy, customer success, and business expansion. Focusing on developing customer-centric strategies, Glenn drives business growth for the fusion of product, HR, and customer service, having worked with a range of industries across the globe in helping deliver for their people over the last five years. IntelliHR is applying a new mode of thinking that could be a game changer for HR processes, and we're going to get into that today. Glenn, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bill. That was uh, quite an intro. <laughs> so I appreciate you having me on the show. It's great to be here. Well, beyond my quite an intro there, uh, why don't you tell our listeners a bit more about yourself, your career background, and and what brought you to IntelliHR? Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, as you mentioned, I currently am, am leading the global expansion of uh, IntelliHR. So IntelliHR is a people management platform, uh, essentially a HRIS software system. Um, and so we uh, have actually just expanded over into Toronto with our second office, and we're looking at a third operations out of UK, Europe, uh, towards the back end of this year. So a lot of my role through the pandemic has actually been getting an office started on the other side of the world. Um, if, if things had gone differently, I'd probably be doing this in Toronto, but instead it's, it's Brisbane, Australia here for me. <laughs> um, but so a lot, of, a lot of what we've been doing is really just learning the market, um, seeing how our software shapes up over there. We already work quite global in terms of our um, user expansion, um, but more from a, a physical and, and local business perspective is really what we're targeting at the moment. And so uh, just to, on, on your point around design thinking, it is, it's, it's definitely a concept that we have been running with um, pretty much from the get-go. When we started IntelliHR, we were really focused on, I guess, what the core problems that users were trying to solve around particular things like HR analytics or performance processes. Uh, and design thinking was just a really nifty way for us to, to delve into that. And, and it's kind of come a, become a really core part of the business. Okay, thank you very much. Let's get into the details now and talk about um, this awesome concept of design thinking and how that methodology can, can actually improve HR processes. Uh, let's start with the basics. Uh, for those people unsure about the concept and unsure about the processes involved with design thinking, maybe you could take a minute or two now and explain to them what it entails. Yeah, for sure. So I think um, design thinking at its core, you can almost think of it as an iterative process. So it's typically used by designers in product development, which is actually where we first started using it. And it's to really um, basically defining a problem. So what is what is a problem that someone is trying to solve? Uh, and then using various methods of, of um, design thinking processes, you know, things like um, problem statements or, or user journey mapping or process mapping, um, going through these different phases. They call, they call the five phases, actually. Empathize, define, 
ideate prototype and test. Um, so design thinking kind of takes you through these different five phases of thinking to come out of the other end with a prototype or, or, or a really well-defined assumption around where, how a process could be. So when you relate that back to a HR concept, which is kind of where we try and really tackle it um, at, a, at both a software level, but even just in general HR processes and so on, is to consider, okay, well, how is our current process around performance or how are we currently onboarding someone or offboarding someone? Um, and, you know, depending on the industry and, and the size of the business, the locations, all of this can have its own set of challenges. But actually mapping those challenges out, mapping out assumptions that we have about how employees' experience are going through an onboarding process with us um, is really where the value of design thinking can start to come into play. It's... Um, it's 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 quite a, a well. I tend to um, be more hands-on approach with it. I know a lot of designers where it's kind of been born out of prefer you know the good old post-it notes and the textures and kind of using your hands, getting all of that you know energy happening at the fingertips to to get the ideas out. Um, so it's more of a interactive, collaborative um, method of breaking down a process. You could almost think of that. Okay, thank you. So we've we've spoken a little bit about the the why of uh, HR getting involved with uh, design thinking and, and employing that, but let, let's talk a bit more about the the how. How can HR pros, through relatively simple exercises, Glenn, start to, to start to master master the tools that become a watchword for global leaders like like Apple and like GE. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think even even just you know branching on that a little bit further around around the why um hr is changing you know what i mean the, the pandemic has really really affected um the hr concept in businesses and i think hr needs to be very flexible in their thinking very adaptive uh you know there's new technologies that are coming into the market very niche hr products coming into the market that are completely disrupting you know people that were in the market a year ago or two years ago so that type of um, change in landscape, HR really need to skill up uh, and, and be across what is coming and, and how to actually work with these new, not just emerging technologies, but emerging concepts, you know, as, as the market is starting to really push and move towards well-being and um, employee authenticity and, and experience. Like these concepts are still relatively new for HR. So design thinking is, is a method that we adopt that really helps kind of broaden HR's thinking and, and, and ultimately collaborates with other people in the business, um, how they can get started. There's actually a lot of design thinking courses available online um, that are free and, and very accessible. It's a, it's a concept that's kind of been molded and, and taken in different areas you know it did come out of product management but it's been evolved and put into HR it's been evolved and put into you know different methods and different industries so there's a lot of online content out there available but I think what we're starting to see is a lot of the market is adopting concepts like design thinking in how they implement software or how they um, well yeah how, how they ultimately do um, software implementations and making sure that software that is going into businesses is done effectively because you can buy a system and put it in, but unless it's actually put in at a, in an effective manner and it's solving all the problems, uh, it's, it's not going to have the effect that you want it to. So as part of my homework ahead of today, Glenn, uh, I, I was reading a couple of interviews that you've done. And in one of them, you use this lovely term and I thought to myself, well, I've got to get a question in here. Um, 
asking you about this lovely term where you where you refer to roses, buds, and thorns of a process. <laughs> how how was working with your clients to design think a process like onboarding, uh, connecting directly with stakeholders and, and end users, helped your team to understand this term that that you call the roses, the buds, and the thorns of a process? Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I didn't make that up. <laughs> it sounds very, <laughs> it sounds very primary school. I didn't make that up. Um, is one of the activities you can run in design thinking. Um, essentially, you you would uh, come together as a team, and this is where when, when we're working with HR teams or businesses, we actually encourage going outside of the HR team as well. So actually having you know, end users, um, different supervisors and different teams, different teams altogether actually joining in because ultimately you want a collaborative approach in breaking down a process. Um, so in just if we use onboarding as an example, actually creating almost swimming lanes of each person that's involved in onboarding. And if you consider maybe, you know, a 1,000, 2,000 headcount business, the actual people involved on onboarding is quite expensive. Um, and so mapping that out and mapping out each individual step that those um, people need to do and in what order is can actually become quite a, a, a you know a maze um, of, of different pathways and different uh, approval processes and whatnot so what we typically do is we would map that out and then we would do what we call rosebud thorn which is um, basically you get a green post-it note or in, in our cases, we tend to stockpile all the post-it notes. So you get heaps of green post-it notes. And these are the ones that you, these are the things that you like about the process. Um, you're looking for areas where what you've currently got, because what you've currently got is probably working in some fashion. It's probably contributing to the culture. You might, you know, the, the, the CEO might be taking people out for a coffee on their first day or, um, you know, there's a manager one-on-one that's established in the first week. So some things are actually good. Um, more humanized approach, more culture building that you don't want to get rid of. And so we put them onto green post-it notes and we highlight them and say, you know what, these are the parts that we love. Uh, we use blue post-it notes for buds. So things that we see as an opportunity for change, things that we go, okay, you know what, I can see that there isn't a introduction into the wider business being done until six months down the track. So we need to do that in the first week. Let's put that on a blue post-it note. That's an opportunity for change. Um, and then the red ones, which are the thorns, which you could probably imagine, are the things we don't like, the things that aren't working, they're, they're, they're blockers, um, they, they, you know, negatively impact the employee's experience, they impact other businesses, um, the friction points. Um, so what you would end up with is almost a kaleidoscope of this map of onboarding for a business. And if you can imagine, we've done this before with the, with quite large businesses, when it is, it is a maze. Um, and this this color, this sea of color of a couple of green ones, a, a lot of blue, and just a sea of red um, that that gets produced. Um, but basically, that's almost the starting point for us to go. Okay, this is a collaboration of all your thinking when it comes to this one process. Let's now take each of those blue opportunities and break them down further how can we actually deliver on them uh, can some of these be automated can they actually be built in at a software level or are they more opportunities at a humanized level um, similarly with the red what can we actually remove businesses doing this for the first time or sometimes it's the usually the first time they've actually even mapped out their process and gone oh okay i didn't realize that finance is approving something that it end up approving anyway before a person starts so it's it's kind of 
really opening up their eyes to those, um, to the reality, the current state, and then also what the future state could look like. Okay, thank you. I'm, I'm interested to, to learn a bit more from you around why people approach IntelliHR. Is it a case that uh, the, the, your messages around design thinking, that they, they resonate with leaders and with, with um, HR pros, and, and therefore they're like, well, I want to get involved with IntelliHR. I want to. I want to adopt their tech solutions. I, I want to. I want to use these new methodologies. Or actually, Glenn, is it is it more a case of um, they, they come to you, they they find you because you offer great solutions, but then there's a there's a learning curve. That there's a there's a process to get them on board with with ideas and methodologies such as design thinking. Yeah, it's a really good question. I, I always have a bit of a joke that I think um, people love. Uh, customers love our people more than they love our product. Um, so uh, we do a really good job in terms of that design thinking methodology. And I, I think something that is attractive to HR professionals is is kind of to my earlier points because they they themselves can feel the industry changing. They know that what HR was doing, and I'm going to say two years ago, 2018, what we were doing in 2018 and 2019 is now vastly different to what we're doing now. And I, I really think that we aren't prepared yet for 2022 and 2023. I think this whole new decentralized way of working is going to be, or, the, or this hybrid approach, because I think we will return mostly um, to offices, but the whole concept of working from home is gonna be an interesting challenge for HR to really get a grasp on. And I think the the attraction there is that, you know, we, we love those sort of um, challenges. We love breaking them down. We love being almost in the forefront of saying, you know what, we, we can see that starting to become a decentralized function. We can see the change of how people are consuming things like people analytics or people data. You know, five years ago, 10 years ago, there wasn't really even a lot of analysis done or depth of analysis done at an attrition rate. You just had an attrition score, but actually breaking that down and looking for patterns and so on um, is, is where we're going and, and understanding the insights there. And I think Again, HR professionals can feel that. They can feel that wave coming. Um, we've been riding that wave for a few years, and, and I think that's ultimately, um, you know, what, what, we, what we kind of unveil for them and, and bring the value to. And by the way, listeners, if you'd like to learn more about uh, what, the, what the future blended workforce will look like, uh, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd urge you to check out uh, an HR chat interview from February 2021 uh, with a very clever chap called Brian Crop, who's from uh, Gartner, uh, the, research, the research institute at Gartner, and in, in which he spoke a little bit about uh, what we can expect from our workforces post-COVID uh, when we do go back to some sort of normalcy. So, for example, he, he mentioned that 28% of employees will be working from home full-time on the go forward and and 50%, half, half of the workforce will be working from home for at least a couple of days each week. Uh, so, so do take a listen to that. Hey, Glenn, we are almost at the end of this interview. Just a couple more questions for yeah. you uh, before before we do wrap up for today. Um, where, where should organisations start, Glenn? Do they do they need an expert or a consultant to help them with with, with selecting their technologies and implementing design thinking? Yeah, look, where I would probably, um, it, it sounds a bit silly, but I would almost um, skill up yourself, you know, look look what's out there, start Googling, start seeing what other HR professionals are doing. There's some great, um, you know, LinkedIn groups, meetup groups around HR professionals in a, lot of, in a lot of cities. So invest in yourself to kind of connect with those sort of people and just see what they're doing. Um, 
before I guess you start looking into getting consultants and, and whatnot involved, uh, ultimately I think this is a skill set that all HR people should start be starting to um, build within themselves. Wonderful. And what is one piece of advice that you'd like to leave our listeners with? And if you don't mind doing that in 60 seconds or less. A <laughs> challenge. Um, I would say probably the first one, be creative and take risks. I don't think we take enough risks in HR within reason, obviously, um, but be creative with your approaches. And the other thing I would probably say is consider a best of breed approach when it comes to software. So uh, the markets involved, we've produced a lot of niche products, um, but you need to be quite open in trying new things. Employees are very resilient. resilient. They have this very big saying that you know, we only get one chance to do this right. I don't agree with that statement. If it fails, you've learned something, show the business that you've learned and you're going to try something different. They will come along with the journey. Ultimately, everyone just wants HR to, to get it right. Um, and and you, you need to try that through an iterative approach. I completely agree. Get it right, but never, ever be scared of failure because you learn way more lessons from failure than you do from success, in my opinion. Um, okay, Absolutely. well, that just... That that just leaves me to ask you how our listeners can connect with you, Glenn. So, are you are you on Twitter, LinkedIn? Have you got email address? Are there any other cool places such as Instagram that people can connect with you? And also, of course, how can they learn more about IntelliHR? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm not on Twitter. Um, I'm not that cool. Um, but please connect with me on LinkedIn um, and and obviously through IntelliHR. You can always reach out to me on Glenn at IntelliHR.com.au. Uh, sorry, just dot com. Um, and in all, if you want to find out more about IntelliHR, please go to IntelliHR.com. Um, and we'd love to talk to you a little bit more about either the software or, or some of the design thinking approaches we do through implementation. Cracking. And there will be uh, links in the show notes, by the way, listeners, to make it that much easier for you to find Glenn and ask him more questions. Uh, Glenn, that just leaves me to say for today, thank you so much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you for having me, Bill. I appreciate it. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working and please do continue to stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.